Welcome to SolveCast, where we feature smart solutions to the lingering problems of today. My name is Scott Mitchum, and I'm with Allison Dagnus, professor of political science at Shippensburg University in Pennsylvania. Her new book is called Super Mad at Everything All of the Time. Uh, you can probably guess what she's solving for. Welcome, Allison. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm great. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about, uh, well, give us a little bit about your background and tell us a little bit about the book. Okay. Um, I Generally, I uh, teach American politics and specifically, I do a lot of research in political media. And a lot has changed in the last five, 10, 20 years. So sure. uh, in trying to keep up with all of these changes, for the last book, I did almost three dozen interviews with different reporters and producers in DC and other places and um, tried to get a beat on what was really happening. So mm -hmm. that was kind of the, the genesis of the book. And coming out of it, I, I realized that we are um, increasingly being um, encouraged by different media outlets to be the line that I um, stole with attribution from John Mulaney, the comedian. Uh, they're encouraging us to be super mad at everything all the time. And that's that's really dangerous because being angry kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely dangerous. Um, I think we all see that. Um, tell us a little bit about how we can solve that. Um, you have some ideas. I do. And because I you know, read and research and talk about media, that's my solutions are kind of in, in that wheelhouse, right? Um, so one of the things that I tell a lot of folks is just unplug as much of the inundation of media that you get in a day, because it's so easy now just to get every push alert and to be overwhelmed with tip sheets and bulletins and, um, you know, when I was a kid, uh, I remember hearing in the background, you'd hear this sort of like, do, 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 and that meant it was breaking news. And that was sure. really important. And now if that were to come on every time the news organization said something was really important, you know, all we'd hear all day is, do, 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 you know, yeah. it would be, you know, crazy making. Um, and it is kind of crazy making because we feel the phone vibrate and we get the little ding and we know, oh, no, there's more news. Sure. Um, so. What I like to say is that it's not our job to monitor every single thing that goes on, and we have to kind of stay in our lane, right? So it's important for us to be informed, but we are not the ones who are going to go to DC and take care of business. So it's okay if we take off some of the alerts from our phones and sure. get updates maybe in the morning and the night. I think we'll be happier in between those two times. Um, so yeah. that's one big solution that I kind of focus on. Yeah, and for those people who have a hard time sort of um, paring down the, the news streams or, or disengaging from, uh, from the media alerts or media itself, um, whether it's mm -hmm. a sense of citizenship or you know, maybe an addiction, um, you know, what, else, what else can we do? What, what other solutions are out there uh, or have you studied that would, um, that would sort of help people who, who don't feel comfortable disengaging completely or, or even paring down, mm -hmm. uh, what can they do? I, I understand that feeling really well because I have a hard time paring down myself. Sure. But what I like to do is um, kind of sort the different media outlets into categories and I like to, um, I'm a sucker for a good analogy and, and mine for this is, is looking at your media diet like a regular food diet mm -hmm. um, and where 
there are, you know, desserts are really fun and pasta is really delicious. You can't live on it. So I like to um, really keep kind of the bulk of my media diet be the stuff that's healthy, which is nonpartisan journalism with respected reporters who are breaking stories, mm -hmm. right? Not just the kinds of things that either satisfy us with this kind of filter bubble cocoon, you know, sure. ideological way, but actually inform us of things. And, um, and so if that's most of your diet, then you can get a little bit of the other stuff that's fun. Um, and, and fun is going to be a, you know, that's a different breed of cat for absolutely everybody. But I think that if we just spent a little bit more time in the realm of information instead mm -hmm. of entertainment, yeah. I think we'd have a lot more of a balanced diet. Sure. Well, you being a professional and focused on this area, I think you are maybe a little more well-equipped to discern who is a credible journalist or serious journalist, I think is the term you used. Um, it can be hard, right? Especially mm -hmm. with so many journalists adding their opinion on top of uh, otherwise yeah. very credible journalism, right? So um, for lay people or the, the general citizen, um, how would we really discern who is who and who is maintaining that credibility and, and, and removing bias from their work? It's, you know, it's, it's really hard uh, to find these folks, but the good news is once you put in the legwork to find them, um, you can follow their work pretty easily now. You can either, if you're if you're on Twitter, follow them on Twitter. Sure. Uh, you can set up a Google alert, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you're not on Twitter and you'll get the stories. A lot of journalists now, you can subscribe to their material and that's also really helpful. Right. So um, I, you know, there are different media bias charts out there that if you just Google media bias chart, a couple will find, you mm -hmm. know, will pop up pretty quickly. And you're going to see very consistent uh, similarities in all of them, you know, even if they're coming from different places, sure. there are just respected journalistic outlets. And and mm -hmm. so if you stick to the news services like the Associated Press or Reuters, um, I know that conservatives like to say that the New York Times is liberally biased, but their journalism just continues to break, you know, ground in terms of scoops and stories. And, and that's, I think, those are the folks that you want to pay attention to or that are the people who are finding actual breaking news sure. as opposed to who are, who are giving their analysis of it because mm -hmm. that's just more opinion. Right. And, you know, that's kind of the, that might be the vegetable side dish with some cheese on top. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's good. It's smart, but it also is probably not terrific sure. just to eat entirely. So, um, uh, so I think that it's, you know, it is doable to go to your favorite news outlets and just find the reporters who are doing all of the hard work. And by the way, those are all over. The media spectrum because sure. there are very well respected journalists even at ideological outlets who have um, terrific reputations in the beats where they work and if you find those folks and just follow them I think you'll be really well suited sure what about media outlets that you know haven't sort of earned a reputation for one bias or the other because of their op-ed pages I think about the week um, out of the UK I believe mm -hmm. right who sort of Present uh, present news in an interesting way. Do you want to? Um, sounds like you agree that that might be a, a good source. Um, do you want to tell us what they're doing oh, a little I bit differently? Do. Yeah, I. You know, you can never go wrong by having an outsider's perspective of the United States. Um, we happen to know precious little about other countries in this nation of ours, um, but other nations spend a lot of time paying attention to us. And the benefit of that is that there's some fantastic journalism that comes out of 
well, actually countries all over the world, but you know, specifically the UK, Australia, um, Al Jazeera is a wonderful news outlet. And so you really can find terrific reporting from someone who's very dispassionate, right? Somebody who sure. really doesn't have skin in the game, um, and yet they're very well versed in American politics and can explain American politics in a way that is not either ideologically biased or um, even informationally biased, right? They're, they're not adding that level of infotainment to it right. um, because they're trying to explain a complicated system to their readers who may or may not be as well versed in this as they are. Sure. Um, and so I think The Week is a wonderful, wonderful publication. And um, and there are many of, a, of those out there. If you, I think if you look across the pond sure. um, and you look into different places, Sure. Maybe even Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we poach, uh, we poach journalists from all of these outlets uh, here. Um, the fact checker now for CNN was at the um, Toronto newspaper for a while. Um, so, you know, the good news is journalistic outlets know good reporting when they see it. Yeah. And, um, and so I think all of us can be able to make that identification too. Yeah. So you're giving us some really good strategies for sort of managing a, a passive approach to uh, our understanding of politics. What about a more proactive one? Would it help with chronic anger to get involved, to, to pick a, a, a certain cause and go deep and get involved, roll up your sleeves a little bit? How would that change things? And, and, uh, and do you think uh, that's, that's good advice? I think it's great advice. Um, first of all, I mean, I am very pro-politics. I, I don't abide by the idea that the entire political system is rigged and everybody's a bum. I, I think that the vast majority of political actors are pretty good people. Sure. And they just, uh, at the end of the day, they, they really just want to do what's right. Mm -hmm. uh, we will have very different opinions about what that is, but that's okay, you know, because sure. they're, they're doing the hard work. And I know that working for a cause can be very validating and very fulfilling. Right. And so that, you know, I've always told my students, you know, pick one thing and be really, really passionate about it, you know, right. get really into it. Because if you pick too many things, you're going to get exhausted and burned out and um, then it will feel overwhelming to you. Sure. But, but while you can do something that's close to home, while you can do something that makes you feel like you're, you're really being a part of something bigger that is a terrific way, not only to meet people with whom you agree, but maybe even meet people with whom you disagree. Sure. Because that's important too. Yeah. And when you're working with folks who you may not agree with on a whole bunch of things, you're going to get new perspective. Sure. And I think that anger is going to really, that level is going to go down because, um, you know, there's an expression, it's, it's hard to hate up close. Sure. And if, if we can all find the things within other people that we have in common, then I think we'd be a lot less pissed off um, about the things that we disagree with because yeah. we're not all one thing, right? I mean, it's easy to say like, oh, that person is a Democrat or that person is a Republican and I know all about him, but we really don't. And sure. because people are complicated and interesting, I think right. it's a great idea to get to know other people and find out what they're made of. Right. Yeah, it's hard to step out of the, you know, you know, proverbial echo chamber, right? Um, any, oh, yeah. any, any advice for that? Um, you know, other than getting involved in a cause? I mean, how can we just sort of uh, make sure that that 
you know, that we are um, a little bit more diverse in, in who we're coming across and who we're exchanging ideas with. Beware the algorithm. Um, <laughs> a lot of the, the social media algorithm is, is, is designed to keep us in those filter bubbles because they're geared towards emotion, right? They're geared sure. towards um, making us feel a lot. So we'll keep coming back and kind of getting that hit um, of, of either, either anger or, you know, joy or something like that. And, and it's really easy to slide into those cocoons and think, oh, no, 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 I'm right. Everyone else is wrong because there's nobody here who's disagreeing with me. And that's a very dangerous place to be because if nobody's disagreeing with you, then you are in a very, very small filter bubble. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I live with two daughters and a husband. And, you know, if the four of us can't agree on dinner, trust me, if you're in a place where, where more than four people can agree on something uniformly, like you need to get out because yeah. everybody's got a whole lot of opinions that are different than yours. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of, you know, where I would really recommend people just try and step back for a second and realize that if somebody disagrees with you about something, it's not a personal attack. Sure. It's not a shot about who you are or the way you were raised or your morality or your intelligence. I mean, if it's framed like that, then that's wrong. If somebody says, you know, I, I happen to disagree with you about reproductive rights or, or gun control or something like that. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, that means that, you know, we can still kind of, find common ground in other areas. And if not, I bet we both like dogs or, you know, maybe we enjoy not going outside because the outside mm -hmm. will kill you. I mean, we can find <laughs> other common ground, sure, right? Sure. And, and that's, that I think is really, really important. Agree to disagree, right? That seems to have that's faded exactly a bit, right. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Allison. This has been helpful. I hope, uh, I hope you've enjoyed it as well. And thanks for your focus in this yeah. area. I, uh, I appreciate your being with us today. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. It's terrific. Thanks very much.